Hi there. Thanks for listening. This episode is sponsored by Matt, the Mortgage Guy, a California mortgage broker and real estate investor with your interest in mind. For good, honest advice and any of your residential financing needs, go ahead and shoot him a message at matt at themortgageguy.com or feel free to text him directly at 916-529-7600. Remember, when you're ready to apply, call Matt, the Mortgage Guy. And just so you know, for one rental at a time fans, he is waiving his $6.95 processing fee. Take care. Good morning, folks. How are you doing today? Actually recording this video the morning of December 25th. Yes, recording this Christmas morning, 7 a.m. or so. And I'm doing this because I wanted to have some cool original content for Christmas afternoon. So what you're going to have here is you're going to have what I consider to be the most in-depth most hard-hitting interview I have ever given. I've spent uh, the morning kind of thinking about deep questions, questions that maybe have been asked casually over the last couple of years, but I wanted to collect them, put them in one place, and just have a conversation with you, my subscribers, followers, um, students, because I just feel like I owe that to you. So again, I, I created this myself. I'm going to be asking myself hard questions. So I'm not really sure how this is going to go. Let's find out. So let me share what I've done so you can kind of see my questions. Okay, let's make this bigger. All right. So again, I've been tending this to be the most hard hitting interview. There's actually 10 questions. So there's 10 questions we're going to go through. Again, I'm going to interview myself. So I'm not really sure how this is going to go, uh, but let's give it a shot. And this, again, is all around the book, the story, what we're trying to do here. So first, right, again, I'm trying to interview myself. So give me a little bit of slack. Question is basically, hey, congrats on selling nearly 10,000 copies of your book, right? One rental at a time. Where is it? You know, it's over here somewhere. Oh, there it is. All right. Congrats on selling 10,000 of these on Amazon. Um, almost 400 five-star reviews. So thank you. Um, what was the goal uh, when you wrote the book? So a couple of things. Um, first, I never thought I would write a book. Uh, writing is not a strength of mine. Uh, in fact, uh, if you were to ask my family growing up who was more likely to write a book, it probably would have been, uh, it probably would have went, how would this have gone? Probably my dad, my sister, my mom, then me. I was the least likely. If you've ever communicated with me in email, uh, you know that I routinely misspell, routinely use the wrong words. Uh, again, writing is not a strength. So I never thought I'd write a book. Never, never in my wildest dreams. How the book came to be is I was in a pretty bad funk. I just left, you know, work, it was a type A person, and I was stuck. I was days away from getting another job, not because I had to, but because I was getting depressed. And that, that was not a good feeling. And your internal, you know, your internal mind can play really bad tricks on you. So what I did uh, is I just started sketching out our journey. Right? How do we get? How do we get here? You know, at the time I was forty-five, and I was like, you know, 
why are you feeling like a failure? You've, you've gotten somewhere where lots of people try to get. So the book really started as a way to calm down, I guess, right? Feel, I just wanted to feel better. And as the, as the pages started growing, as, you know, as, as 10 pages turned into 20, that turned into 50, that turned into 100, there was something there. And I didn't know what I had. And I kept playing with it. The, the book actually came to be over about an eight, six to eight week period, at least the raw material. And I shared it with a few folks and they were generally positive. Of course, there was a misspelled words and you know, all of that, but that's what editors are for. So again, I don't, I didn't have a goal for this. Um, you know, I never in my wildest dreams thought 70 or, you know, a thousand, let alone nearly 10,000 copies would be sold. It's um, far exceeded any expectations. Again, I would have been happy with a hundred sold, right? I didn't have those expectations. But in fact, the book is selling more and more, right? The, the longer it's out, the more it sells. You know, we routinely have days on Amazon where more than 20 books are sold in a single day, uh, which is pretty outstanding. The reviews are coming in more and more. And what I watch is not the book sales. What I watch is the reviews, that's what's important to me. If you watch my goals every week, one of the light items I've been tracking for over a year is how many five-star reviews. I track that because um, that means you've read the book and it meant something to you. You're not going to leave a review on Amazon, A, if you didn't read it, and B, if it, you, it didn't hit the mark. You know, to have as of this recording, almost 400 reviews. And to be frank, I'm hoping to get to 400 reviews by the end of the year. So if you're seeing this and the book meant something to you, you know, give me five minutes and go back to Amazon and leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it. But that's what I track. The reviews are most meaningful to me. Uh, to sell 10,000 copies, maybe by March or April would be amazing. But to get to 400, 500, 1,000, you know, Wow, to get to a thousand reviews, that would be that'd be wild. That'd be a great thing. So, um, that's what I think about the book. It's um, I'm just so glad it. I'm so glad it came out. I'm so glad it's there. To see the impact it's having is um, beyond my wildest expectations. Why create so much original content every single day? Um, I create a lot of content. And if you're a subscriber of my channel, I suspect I create five original pieces more often than I don't. And that's every day. That's seven days a week. A couple of things. One is I'm sort of treating this as my morning routine. Most of my creation is done by 9 a.m., regardless of when they post. Most of my stuff's done by 9. I get most of my day with Olivia, which is cool. Um, but you know, I'm a big Gary Vanderchuk fan. I hope to meet him someday or, you know, uh, love to have him, you know, just love to shake his hand one day or send him a virtual high five or whatever it is. Uh, I'm a big Gary V fan. You got to do the work. Everyone wants to be successful, but nobody wants to do the work. So one of the things I try to do is lead by example, right? How to get started one rental at a time, that course I created for 199 it is who I am. It starts with do the work. 
you need to learn your market. You need to focus. You need to cut out the clutter 10 to 20 minutes a day. <sighs> Sorry, that's what happens when you do these things live. Uh, but you need to do the work. And I try to lead by example. I think if I show you the creation of content every day that I'm doing the work and maybe by example, it shows you what I mean. You need to do the work. You know, lots of things have come out of that that are good. Uh, but my superpower is being that hammer, right? Just just keep keep swinging. And I'm comfortable doing that. And as long as I have something to say, I'm going to keep saying it. As long as I can interview multimillionaires every week, I'm going to keep doing that. As long as I can keep producing original content. Again, and, and the thing that I'm most proud of is the original content is just that. It's for you. It's not for the YouTube algorithm. I'm not trying to gamify this and get more, more clicks or anything of that nature. No clickbait, none of that stuff. I'm just going to put out meaningful content. And, you know, for example, the daily financial show that comes out every day and we've been doing for 18 months every day, whether I'm sick, whether I'm traveling, we get it done. Um, that's grown from an audience of over a hundred people a day to well over a thousand, sometimes 15 or even 2000 people watch it in 24 hours. My hope by the end of next year is maybe there's 10,000 people that watch the daily financial news, right? Maybe 200 people live and, you know, eight, you know, 9,000 during the day. That's what I'm trying to do. I think if you consistently put out content for the audience, good things happen over time. So I create content every day to, sh to show you that I'm doing the work and hopefully leading by example. Who are you trying to reach with your message? That's a good question. I think, and in reality, I don't have one. I'm trying to reach two. The first one hopefully is obvious. I'm trying to reach who I was, right? I was a busy employee. I was raised to be an employee. I am not an entrepreneur. In fact, I struggle with that title. I, I have interviewed and talked with many great entrepreneurs. I still do not think I'm an entrepreneur. I was a great employee and I'm a decent investor. I really don't think of myself as an entrepreneur. So the first audience I'm trying to reach are those busy, busy employees, working, family, no time. I know I can help them. I was them. My course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time, only requires 10 to 20 minutes a day on purpose because I know it works. And more importantly, now with over a thousand students, my students know it works. It's not fluff. It's not mindset. It's not any of that stuff. It's do this every day and move forward. So that's the first group. How to Get Started One Rental at a Time was for the busy employee who just wants a better future. Can it lead to financial freedom? Sure. But it, you know, even if we only got you four rentals, I would feel successful. Then the next one is a personal drive of mine. And this is meant to be high school students. That's what that picture at the bottom is. It's, you know, high school graduation. I think we need to talk about money more. I think, again, my experience only is you need to talk about money, income, spending, investing more at family level. Kids are in student debt by the time, you know, all credit card debt, because we have not done our job as parents. We have not had the discussions, even if they're painful. Hey, honey, we can't buy this because we have no money. Hey, honey, 
uh, did you know our rent or our mortgage is this? Did, hey, honey, did you know that, hey, you want this $100 dress or a pair of shoes? That means mom and dad need to work five hours or 50 hours or whatever. I'm trying to help families talk about money. I don't think we do that. I think financial freedom starts by having money conversations. So those are the two people I'm trying to talk to. They are really different messages, um, but that's what I'm trying to do. What's the biggest misconception about your or my success? First off, if you want to piss me off, call me lucky. That word is a trigger for me. I don't hear it a lot, but boy, when somebody walks up to me, maybe after a real estate meetup meeting and says, hey, you got lucky or something like that, I can't control it. I get instantly mad. There's nothing about our journey in this book that's luck. We did the work every day. We, made, we kept moving forward every day. We picked up the pieces when something is wrong, we kept moving forward. There's nothing about our journey that was lucky. Was timing good? Did we make some great decisions? Yes, but they were informed and they were risky. But we made them and we just kept moving forward. Not lucky. Hard work, consistent work. And then the second is time. I don't know what it is. I'm sure it's I'm sure we can blame social media, but I think it's been around even before social media. We all want the easy button. We all want it today, not tomorrow. The biggest success of my, or our, I should say our journey was time. Most of our wealth came from purchases made 10 years ago. And just time came by and inflation and appreciation and mortgage pay down and rent increases, time. We don't appreciate time. You know, that's why I talk about four rentals, conservatively finance, cash flow, know your market, understand yield. You don't need to do lots of deals. You just need to do four good or great deals. Unfortunately, it takes work. I believe there's a lot of inventory coming next year, but you got to do the work today to get ready for it. Uh, if you just show up, in April, when the inventory starts coming, you're going to do a bad deal. You need to do your work now. So again, I think the most, the biggest misconception about our journey is A, we didn't get lucky. And that word makes me mad. And again, it takes time. Here's one I get occasionally is, can anyone become a millionaire via buy and hold real estate investing? And this, uh, this meme is you know, the best picture I could find. And the answer is heck yes. One of the things I knew very early on on this channel is I wanted to interview lots of different people who have done it over time. So we have interviewed ex-cons. Uh, we've just added a ninth grade dropout to the journey. Uh, we have other high school dropouts. We have people starting in their 50s. We have uh, business owners, all kinds of stuff. And the reason I wanted to do that because I wanted to remove excuses. If you watch our interviews and you can relate to the guest, your excuse is gone. I think if one other person did it from your situation, you can do it too. That's the beauty of the economy. The beauty of what we have here is if someone else did it, so can you. 
So yeah, I want to be very clear. I believe everyone who does one rental at a time can become a millionaire with consistent execution and time. You're not going to be a millionaire tomorrow. You're not going to be a millionaire next year. But if you conservatively finance fixed rate debt, cash flow properties, you will be a millionaire eventually. So what's next? Um, you know, as I get ready to move into next year, uh, the, how to get started one rental at a time is wildly successful. I will be adding a raising private money section to that course. If you buy the course now, you get that for free. I'm not going to charge you for it. Um, there's a chance I raise the price when I add it as I'm getting contributors to it. But the big thing for me now is I'm creating another course to talk about money, to have those family discussions, to convert price to time, to understand what I call freedom dollars, to understand your financial health. These are all things I'm trying to encourage people to use so they can talk amongst their family. That's a big deal for me. Um, this might be what I'm best known for in a decade is helping families talk about money. I'm not sure yet. It does feel like that, um, but that's, that's where a lot of my focus is going. And I'm trying to get that done by the end of the year, but I keep tweaking and adding. So we'll see. That's still my goal is to release it on January 1st, but we'll see. Um, I don't think it should be awkward to talk about money in your family. I think we should encourage it. I think we should welcome it. I think we should know the impact that that has. So what do I struggle with? Uh, I've mentioned this a couple of times in interviews. I am, I'm, I don't know how to dream big, right? If you look at the thing on the screen, I know how to take action, right? I've already called that my superpower. I know how to set goals like every 90 days. I, I have weekly goals. If you watch this channel every Sunday, I post them. But what I struggle with, and it eats at me sometimes, is how to dream big. I'm not comfortable there, right? Because all the dream big things to me, when I translate them, they convert to money. And that's not what I want. For example, dream big, sell 100,000 books. Well, that, that equates to royalties. That doesn't feel right. Um, you know, have a, have, you know, go from a thousand students to 10,000 students. Eh. So maybe the, you know, I don't know. I just struggle with that. And the other dream big is, you know, Hey, you want a flashy car, a flashy house, a flashy vacation. That's not who I am. So I certainly struggle with this. The biggest thing I can think of, again, it's on my goals is impact impact, impact. And I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to dream big with impact. The best I could do is um, qualitative, right? Number of five-star reviews, that's impact. That's why I talk about it every week. Um, you know, number, number of um, students doing deals, impact. So I, I, I do struggle with this. I think about this probably weekly. I see people that I respect and know online talking about dream big and do all those things. I am not good at that. I, I can take a goal. I can break it down. I can do the work. I live on this screen at 
set goals, take action. I suck at dream big. I'm not comfortable there. Dream big to me is, oh, look at me. It's just how I translate it. It just feels uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe I'm not giving myself permission to do it. I, I don't, I really don't know. I realize that dreaming big is a weakness of mine. And, um, you know, maybe that's something I tackle next year. I don't know, but I'm, I'm not good at dreaming big. That's for sure. What are you most proud of with the message? Um, I mean, there's lots of things I'm proud of, but what am I most proud of? It's funny. I don't know that this would not have been my answer 30 days ago. 30 days ago, my answer would have been my course, how to get started one rental at a time, because as the momentum builds and to see more and more students to get over a thousand, just amazing. But now, you know, asking me that today, it's the community we're building. I really do believe by being consistent, no clickbait, just direct, quick, done. Uh, the community that we're building on my private Facebook group. So if you buy the course, uh, you, you know, and you want to, right? I realize that not everybody's on Facebook, but if you're on Facebook, we have a private Facebook group called One Rental at a Time Works. So if you buy the course, you can get in that group. I only allow my paying students in that course. It's that community that's being developed is amazing. Um, and I didn't, uh, I didn't know what I was creating when that private group was created. I'm a huge fan of private groups. You can control who's in it. Uh, I, can, I deny people every day because if you're not my student, you're not getting in. Um, we are all positive. We're all helping each other. Uh, the thing I'm most proud of now is students are helping other students. I would say You know, the first couple of months, I was probably 80% contributing. Now I'm probably 10 or 20%, and that's only going down. You know, there are now posts that go out that I don't get to, and there's already 10, 12, 15 responses. It's awesome. So I'm most proud of that community. And again, the community is free. We're not charging for it. You buy the course, you can get added. You don't have to. Um, but yeah, I think the community is what I'm most proud of today as of, of the recording. So why two courses? I think that's fair. All right, let me move this. So out of the gate, the thing I knew I had to create because I can't, I couldn't go to another coffee, another lunch was my how to get started one rental at a time. Everybody wanted to know how, how, how. So I had to create that. You know, that's the one with over a thousand students and hopefully someday over 10,000 students. But what I've been working on the last three to six months is I think there's a bigger opportunity, a bigger impact that we can make. And that is when I realized how we got started, right? When we got started, I was spending all of our money, right? We were, I was being an idiot. But what happened on our journey to financial freedom is not only did we start buying and learning our market, which is in the first course, but we started understanding that we needed to sacrifice and spend less, wants versus needs, all of those things. So I am creating another course. Uh, this is the working title, Financial Freedom Starts Here. It promotes two things. One, how you can understand where you are 
You can understand your financial health. Uh, you can look at your budget. You can take monthly, if not weekly action. And then two, it promotes discussions of money with your kids, with your family, with your significant others. It turns price into time. It does all these things that are important to me. And yes, you can understand your financial health score and you can understand your freedom dollars. Are they growing or shrinking? Because you can't, you can't invest if your freedom dollars aren't growing, right? If they're not there for you at the end of the month. And I think the financial health score is going to be a big deal. These are all things that I'm creating in this course. Again, I was hoping to have it by J January 1st. We'll see. Uh, I'm continually working on it. Um, and I'm not going to release it until I'm, I'm happy with it. But I think that course, it has a good chance to be something that I'm known for in a decade. Just helping people talk about money. We shall see. That's important to me. So what's my hope for the future, right? Again, I've already told you that dreaming big is a weakness of mine. Uh, so this is kind of just showing you what I mean by weakness. I know I can do more. I know we can have a bigger impact. But what am I good at? I'm good at making daily positive impacts, leading the way, leading by example. I don't know where this goes. Right now, I mean, just looking at the growth of this YouTube channel, it really can accelerate, but I have no experience with that. I don't know where this goes. I'm just gonna keep leaning forward. I wanna have a bigger and bigger positive impact. I wanna sit here next Christmas and have a bigger impact. I wanna have bigger impact after that. You know, so that's, that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I think about every day. How can I help more people? How can I help the next generation? How can I help people's lives be better? That's a cool thing to think about. How can you be a positive light and have a bigger impact on people? That's cool. I can think about that, but I can't dream big. I don't know what that looks like. Again, that's a weakness I shared earlier. So in the end, um, do me a favor. If you like this video, this hard-hitting interview, you like this questions, do me a favor, share this interview on your social media uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, I'd like to see this video maybe go viral. And in order to do that, I need your help. So I think somewhere on YouTube, you can share this video. Share, 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 share. I would greatly appreciate that. All right, everybody. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. I'm going to go spend some time with Olivia the rest of the day. going to save and upload this video. Take care.